Entrepreneur on Fire 1015. Fear and success are a package together. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with today's rock star entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you subscribed to the Fire Nation newsletter? Why the heck not? Text EO Fire to 33444 and you'll get gifts, resources, and value bombs galore. Ignite. If you're working on a mobile app and searching for a simple payment solution, check out Braintree. To learn more and get your first $50,000 transaction fee free, go to braintreepayments.com slash fire. Looking for a website host that provides 24-7 live support, one-click WordPress installs, and an easy-to-use website builder? Get started at HostGator.com by using promo code FIRE and the number 30. Entrepreneurs, near and far, John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Kavit Haria. Kavit, are you prepared to ignite? 1,000% yes. Kavit is a specialist at designing automated businesses on the web that hit $100,000 by the end of the first year. With tons of success stories, he freely shares his best strategies to inspire anyone to find their own time and money freedom. Kavit, fill in any gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse into your personal life. I'm a musician. I've been playing the tabla for, I guess, 17 years now. I played... Uh, you know, for fun, I played professionally, I uh, took that into a different business, I had a lot of fun with it, and this led me to really realize that the one thing I really love to do is to help people figure out how do they take what they really are really good at or passionate about and build it into something that can give them freedom. Freedom, Fire Nation, that's something that we are all striving for on a lot of levels, in a good way. And what I want to know is, Kevin, if someone comes up to you at a networking party and they say, what exactly do you do? How do you respond? Great question. I would say that I take anybody's idea uh, and figure out how to create a business out of it, launch it, and then work with them to get to $100,000 in that very first year. Clear, concise, goal-oriented. Love it, Cavett. Now, let's talk about your entrepreneurial origin story. That's how you came to be doing what you're doing right now. So not way back in the history banks, but how did you come to do this particular entrepreneurial journey that you're currently on? Like, what was that transition point? Tell us that story. I had an earlier business and I was really good at it. It was about helping musicians. And I got to the point where I kind of ran out of stuff to share. I kind of, you know, I felt like I taught everything I knew about how to get gigs, how to sell music, how to get more exposure. And I went traveling for a year and I decided to leave that business with the people that were running it, my assistants and the people around there. And I said, well, let me go away for a year and see what I could figure out. So I traveled. I did all the things that I wanted to do. I came back. I didn't check my email within that period of time. And I realized that I made the same amount of money that I had generated when I was working in the business. Oh, wow. So the aha moment, if you like, or the big, the big point of that particular time was that what I had put together in terms of the marketing structure, the sales funnels, the journey that somebody could go through to learn this entire process I'd learned how to automate that. I'd figured out the right strategy to get people on a journey and have them go through that journey. And so I realized that that thing was what I was more passionate about than actually creating education for musicians. And that's really what I've taken forward into what I'm doing right now. Now, during the year of travel, were you checking in via email? I mean, what was that process? I mean, how much time did you still have in the business? Uh, I, I was supposed to, but I didn't. And that was for <laughs> several reasons. One, 
sometimes I wasn't really interested in checking my email. And the second time is in the places that I went to, remote places of Africa, remote places of Asia, specifically in India. It was really hard to just get to an internet cafe and log in and check. I didn't actually have a smartphone at that time. So it was very difficult to, to log in on a, on a, you know, a, a simple phone. I don't know what you call them, but those phones without the smartphone, essentially. <laughs> we'll just call them dumb phones. Yeah, analog phones. How about that? Analog phones. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I didn't check it as much as I, I could have. I probably checked it about once a month. That was to look at the various reports that I had trained my assistants to produce and, and make sure that things were moving in the right direction. It's fascinating to me how many times I talk to entrepreneurs who have that chunk of travel in. You know, a lot of us have this mentality that it's always go, go, go. We always have to be working on the business, nose to the grindstone, doors closed, music off, you know, no natural light. But so often I talk to entrepreneurs who are like, you know, I took a year off and just went and just like did that, got things out of my system or just learned new experiences, which I was able to apply to my current business. I mean, my four months of traveling in India and Nepal were amazing, and I, I lean on a lot of those experiences for a lot of things that I do now, and it's just really powerful, Fire Nation. I mean, it's not all about the nose to the grindstone. It's about experiencing life, taking that space, taking that deep breath, and then really kind of saying, hey, this is the direction and the journey that I want to move in. And right now, Cavett, how are you currently generating revenue? So I have my music business, which is where I essentially the, the thing that I started, I, it continues to run, it continues to work well. I generate revenue by selling courses to musicians there. I also do what I'm doing right now, which is I work with people who have businesses or ideas that they want to launch into meaningful, passionate businesses that are predictable and repeatable, essentially, and will help them generate it. Those are the two critical ways that I'm, so my, my music business and this work right now. And how does the revenue actually come in the door? With the music stuff, it's essentially I use this tool called Infusionsoft, which you're probably aware of, and I basically have people go through there, fill out the orders, get upselled, get their training, you know, they pay it, and all of that happens. So is Infusionsoft your main CRM? Absolutely. Cool. So let's now move into a story in your past. You know, right now you have things going on, you're rocking, you're rolling, but I want you to take us to your worst entrepreneurial moment, the lowest of the low. So tell us that story, Cabot. You know, when I was running this music business, I started in 2005 and I ran it for four and a half years properly, you know, up till 2009. And I say that I generate revenue from it right now because a lot of it is set up and automated. But that was the time when I was really in the creation phase, creating a lot of the funnels, creating a lot of the journeys that people could go on, all the programs and products. But in 2009, I the last six months, I was, you know, writing all these different brainstorms of what I could do, who I could work with to create more product for this database of 120,000 musicians that I generated who I was writing to. And I was bored, as I said, of creating new content. I did, didn't like the idea of rehashing material, sharing it again. And, and you know, you know, when you get to that point where you feel like you've shared everything you can, and if you were to share anything else, you would literally just be doing the same thing. I didn't want to do that. So I had to find another method. And membership sites were something that really caught my attention. I was looking for a way to make it really work in that business. How could I bring a great membership site that would allow me to uh, bring more members in, continue to give them value, and continue to get paid? So I created a membership site where I, the first thing that I did at that time, which was one of the biggest mistakes, was I thought, well, I'm not going to create any more products. So instead of having this entire catalog of products, why don't I put all these great products 
into the membership site and have people pay and then get access to the products as well as the ongoing stuff that I would provide, which was the whole, you know, the newsletter, uh, the recorded telecall that I would basically record with an expert and share it and give that out. I had all these different things, so all my courses, the membership newsletter and the membership call of the month. And so people would buy this. Now, in the first month, I had a lot of people sign up for this. I had at least 15,000 people join this membership site. And you know why? Because it was free for the first month. Mm. So I did it for free for the first month. And then the drop-off rate, obviously, is going to drop completely because you got to start charging people in the second month. But the drop-off rate should drop between 40 and 60% in most cases. This dropped 90%. And it dropped 90% because I realized why it was so bad. The the biggest mistake, if you like, was I gave away all my content, all my product in that first month. And so why should they stay to keep paying? And those that did stay to keep paying got my newsletter and got my uh, telecall of the month. But remember, I was in the first place bored about creating this content. So although I wrote the newsletter for three months, after that, I just gave up because I was like, well, I'm not, I don't know what else to write about. I've created all the content that I could create, and I don't want to go back and rehash stuff in different – and apart from the members' updates and the members' news and stuff like that, what else do I have to really write about? And so I shut down that entire thing. And I realized that 15,000 people that never had my products, never paid for them, got my product, and – I'd lost a huge amount of money. And that was a really incredible point where I realized that you have to be very clear about how you're structuring things and what you're giving to people. And you have to design the journey in which they're getting it, but they drip fed, you know, the things that they need at the right time in order to, for them to make sure they stay to get to pay. And then, you know, musicians ultimately don't earn a lot of money. So for me, it was a niche where all of the people that I could have been marketing to had already been, uh, had, had already experienced and had all of my, my product. There's a lot of really important things here because I know Fire Nation is very interested in the MRR. That's the monthly recurring revenue. And there's a great model out there for that. What we're talking about right now, and that's membership sites. And, you know, we actually just said a couple of weeks ago what was called Fizzle on Fire Week. And Fizzle is a great online membership site program where you actually do pay $1. So you do get that credit card kind of swiped in that first month. And then after that, it's $35 recurring. But they still see a ton of drop off after that $1 month because you said, you know, it's that 40 to 60 percentile. You just have to expect that, but yours 90% was a massive drop off and you shared all those reasons why. And, and one thing that I noticed, Kevin, I'd kind of like to talk about for a second here is with our community podcasters paradise, which is now over 2,500 members, we did a poll and we, you know, said like, what's, what do you love most about paradise? And the actual number one response was a write in answer, which was came for the content thrilled with the community. So, you know, it's our private Facebook group. It's the people that we match up with each other. We have an accountability matchmaker program. We do hub meetups in person every single month around the world. That's why people stay. So that's what I really found to be powerful. And what can you kind of say to Fire Nation right now where if you were to recommend to them, if they were looking to do this MRR with a membership site, what are some of the best ways to kind of really get that community feel there? Yeah, I would say it's all about the community. That's the one thing I didn't do at the time, which I've learned over the years is the most important thing. People want to belong, you know, people want to if they're getting really involved in a specific area of their life and therefore they're joining a membership site about it and a community about it, they want to know that, you know, there's people around them that know how they feel, know what they're looking for, know about the problems that they face, and they're collectively working towards the right solution. 
So whatever you do, if you're building this monthly recurring revenue stream in anything, I would say community is really important. And then I would look for ways to actively bring people to, 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 to discuss things. Open up the floor so that people can share their thoughts, but also create specific discussions, if you like, that are driven in the right direction that allow people to you know, talk about specific questions and specific things uh, and keep it focused. Every discussion can be focused, and you'll see that actually people are sharing more more because the discussions are focused, and although there are multiple of them, as opposed to just one big open floor all the time. And I personally believe through personal experience that private Facebook groups are a great way to have an active, engaged community. We're seeing it every single day within Paradise. And how I kind of want to sum this up, Cavett, is for me, when your passion departs, so will the followers. And that's why it's so important, Fire Nation, to take your time, step back and say, am I in this for the marathon? Am I excited about this today? And will I likely be excited about this three years from now? Because that's going to be the time that it takes to actually grow a, a big enough community where you really are seeing massive results from that, both financially and otherwise. And if you are not going to have the passion going forward, like when Cavett lost the passion and he stopped writing the newsletters and he stopped encouraging and engaging the community, then you know that is where everything went downhill fast. That's one point. The second point is, and you said this as well, Kevin, which I really connected with, you know, unfortunately, your audience, just for the reality, did, doesn't really have much money. I mean, you said they, they, they were struggling financially in general. So that's something you have to think about going into a, a membership site or what's going to be a paid community. Is Are the people that are going to be joining this, are they going to be able to pony up what it's going to take to go on going forward. And in Kevin's situation, you know, that was another one of the big struggles. So that was my kind of sum, sum up of lessons learned from your worst entrepreneurial moment, Cavett. But take a sentence or two and just sum it up for us for Fire Nation. What do you really want to make sure that we understand from this? I'm going to drill back on your point that you just mentioned right now, which is that you know, if you're, if you're creating, if I was to create a community that is paid and requires monthly payments from now, I would make sure that the monthly fee I ask them to pay is, n- is not so big that it makes it, them question it every month. And that's the thing that I think will have also uh, help people stay with you for the longer amount of time. Yes, they're going to get value. Yes, they're going to amazingly grow in the community that you've got. But at the end of the day, if they haven't got money to even pay, they're also not going to get those values. Or even if they still enjoy the content and they love the community, and at the end of the month, they're like, I really love this, but I just don't have enough money to pay for it, then, you know, it just defeats the whole purpose. So you've got to find a price point where I think it's makes sense, you know, that it's worthwhile. It's getting them to stretch a little bit, but... It's not one where they're questioning every single month that, oh, you know, do I want to pay another 35 bucks or do I want to pay another 15 bucks? Because, you know, I'm right now I'm having to balance the sheets and I'm, you know, below zero. Let's shift. Let's talk about an aha moment, an epiphany cavity that you have, because Fire Nation, we need to understand not only what an, a great idea looks like, but then how to execute on that great idea. So what was that moment in time that you've had one of your aha moments you think is really going to resonate with Fire Nation. Take us there. Tell us that story. That's great. I basically, after my journeys traveling, I moved over to this idea of consulting other people, other businesses on their strategy, specifically their marketing and their automation and how their marketing automation together can help them create sales funnels and user journeys for their websites 
where people could come. They would get, you know, lead generation, lead capture, lead nurturing, lead conversions, all these funky things. And basically they'd get sales through a process that was taking care of itself. And I enjoyed that period of consulting a huge amount. And I thought after that, that, well, what can I do with all this experience and knowledge that I've got? And I knew how to create courses because I'd created really good courses for musicians. So I thought, well, how can I create courses for business owners? So I went ahead and created all these courses for business owners. And I would run webinar after webinar, and I was doing them very well. There was, a, there was a year specifically I did like 260 webinars, and I'd sold at the end of the webinar, and I sold lots and lots. And I was selling, you know, at $1,000 price point, $997 price point. And I was selling all these courses on ebooks and email marketing and Facebook, and I was doing joint venture after joint venture partnership. And it was great. But you know what happens when you buy a book or when most people buy a book anyway? They generally pick up the book, flick through it sometimes not even flick through it and just put it on the shelf for a time when it feels right to read it. In most cases, that time never comes. And the same thing happens with people who are very quickly and easily making the decision to spend $1,000 in a course. So they'll buy the course. It'll be digitally sent to them. They'll go to the members area, watch all the videos, but that's what should happen. And sometimes they watch the first video. They don't watch the rest of the videos. Sometimes they watch no videos. Sometimes they watch all the videos. But very few of them actually do something with it. And I was frustrated because I'd made a great income for my music business. I was making a great income selling these courses on webinars. But were people actually doing anything with it? Were people actually getting results? And the answer was, if they did something with it, they got a result. And most of them didn't do anything. And therefore, they got no result. It wasn't fulfilling enough. And that's when I turned around this entire model and the way I work, which is right now I just work with a very few handful of people, you know, a few numbers of people, and we help them go from idea to strategy to launch. And my aha moment came in that transition when I realized that the one thing people need in order to succeed in business, and it came just by observing all of these people and how they worked and what they took away from the courses is even if I taught them a specific thing like email marketing, or if I taught them a specific thing like, you know, how to put together ebooks and sell them, they still lacked this overall clarity around their business strategy. And when you get that clarity, I realize this because I've seen it with so many clients now over the last few years that I've been working with one-to-one and very closely to help them build their business is the moment they get this clarity and they get so clear about their idea, how their idea is going to impact the world, how their idea fits into their vision, how their idea turns into you know, a website which has a journey where people can buy. When you get clear about the, all of those processes around your idea, you start to feel confident. That clarity leads to confidence. And when you get that confidence and you're slowly building up because your confidence and your clarity are, go hand in hand, you get to the third C, which is certainty. And the moment, and I've seen this over and over with so many different business owners, but when this process takes them from clarity to confidence to certainty, they get to the point where they feel that lack of that fear of failure or that feel fear of moving beyond the comfort zone. It diminishes, like diminishes so rapidly that they go ahead with whatever plan that they've got that they make it work. And if they don't make it work, they'll find another path and make it work. And so I'm going to sum up that aha moment, realizing that Clarity, confidence, and certainty. When I realized that, even just seeing that in my clients' processes, but I saw, but I picked up that as an aha moment. It took me back to the drawing board to the point where I had to look at my entire business and think about, well, how do I simplify this to make it even more profitable and even more luxurious in terms of the time and the money that I was making? 
C-cubed, clarity, confidence, certainty. I love that, Cavett, for so many reasons. And I really like how you moved into that comfort zone talk. Because one thing that I love sharing with Fire Nation is, listen, all the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. So if you are feeling scared, if you are feeling nervous, move towards that. I was terrified when I first started doing webinars, and I'm sure you were too, Cavett, but I did 80 in 2014 alone, and you did 260. I mean, that is absolutely insane. But guess what? We, Fire Nation, moved towards our fear because we knew that's where the magic happened. And couple resources really on this point that I think are great. Number one, Fire Nation, I do have a completely free 10-day course on webinars because you need to feel more comfortable with these. So just text webinar course, all one word, to 33444. You'll get subscribed right to the webinar course, completely free. And then you talked about courses too, Cavett, eofire.com slash course. David Simon Garland provides a completely free cheat sheet on courses and this video tutorials, again, all free, eofire.com slash course. And I really want you just to sum it up, Cabot, in just one sentence for us. What do you really want to make sure that we take away from your aha moment? That fear and success are a package together. You can't go into something seeing, hoping that I'm going to go into this entire project. This is more than a sentence, but you can't go into this entire, this entire project, if you like, knowing that I'm not going to have any fear. Fear and success, I think, are at the beginning and before you start. So before you start, at the beginning and throughout your entire business journey. But it's the rewards that are so much more powerful than that fear, which is why we all do it. Boom. What is the one thing, Cabot, that you are more fired up about than anything else right now? I would say that it's putting together the right journey to help people get to the result that they want. So massive transformational value. If anybody in business can figure out something to go from A to B to get them to that transformational point, I love the idea of putting together a plan to get there. And that's what I'm working on right now. Well, Fire Nation, we are about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. I don't need to tell you about the importance of growing your online presence because you already know the key to growing any business successfully is having one. And it all starts with your home base, your website. But there are a lot of moving pieces that go into building a website, securing your URL, getting a hosting package, choosing a theme, the list goes on. Lucky for us, HostGator.com is your one-stop destination for all website and hosting needs. Whether you already have a website or you need to build one from scratch, HostGator is key to helping you get your online presence started. Their award-winning 24-7, 365 support via live chat, telephone, and email is unparalleled in the hosting world. They're there for you. Plus, they've just raised a bar by introducing their brand new optimized WordPress hosting plans. Get started with HostGator today by using promo code FIRE and the number 30. Just visit HostGator.com, enter promo code FIRE and the number 30 today. If you're a mobile app developer, check out Braintree. Braintree is the payment solution used by companies like Uber, Airbnb, Hotel Tonight, Living Social, and Munchery. Braintree has made the payment experiences in these apps seamless and magical. And now you can add a similar experience to your own app. With excellent customer service and simple integration, Braintree gets you ready to receive payments quickly. And Braintree's continuous support plus fast payouts means you'll be prepared as your company grows from your first dollar to your billionth. Braintree is helping 
solve the problem of mobile card abandonment by offering a best-in-class mobile checkout experience. Check it out for yourself. Braintree gives you a full-stack payment solution and support for all payment types your customers might want. Start accepting PayPal, Apple Pay, Bitcoin, Venmo, cards, and more, all with a single integration across all platforms. Braintree also offers superior fraud protection, customer service, and fast payouts. To learn more and for your first $50,000 in transaction fees free, go to braintreepayments.com slash fire. Cavett, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yes, sir. Yes. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I would say that the thing that really held me back was this fear of failure that we just talked about because I was worried not really so much that, okay, if I fall, what happens? But what will others think of me? What would people think of me if I put together this entire project, make it work, or not make it work in this case? And and what will they say then that I've spent all this time and money to do something? Uh, that was the one thing that I thought, you know, initially was always, it was a hesitation in my mind as to what I should go and whether I should go ahead and do something or not. What's the best advice you've ever received? That at the end of the day, you are the most unique person in the world. Nobody is like you. Nobody has done anything like you. Nobody has ever come close to doing anything like you because you bring uniqueness to this world. And so you have every duty whatsoever to show what you have and to do what you know or as Take whatever it is that you know, essentially, and share it with the world. What's a personal habit that you believe contributes to your success? I think that the one thing that I do really well is take a lot of notes. And note-taking for me has been a really critical part of remembering things, dumping things out of my mind and putting them onto paper, using the notepad to plan things, just clearing my head so that I can have that space to think. What's an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I'm going to basically talk about Asana. Asana then is my next favorite tool. I use it to plan with my team, work with my team essentially to create all the different strategies that we need to help our clients move forward. And if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? How to Make One Hell of a Profit and Still Get to Heaven, John D. Martini. I think it's a great book. It mixes all of the key fundamentals that you need to get yourself to a point to in your mind, spiritually, mentally, in order to be able to take your business to the very next level. Some people get blocked with the mental thing. This one unlocks all of that. Huge. Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with audiobooks, and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Kevin, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? If I look back at everything that I've done, uh, I would say that the one thing that has worked really well is webinars. So in this, in response to your question, I would basically get up a page, put together an invitation for people to come to a webinar, set the day seven days from now, use all of that money that I've got left there in advertising, drive as many people as possible to that webinar who are interested in what I'm about to teach, teach that webinar, and at the back of that, ask those that are really interested to get in touch, and I'll move them to the next level. Love that strategy. Cavett, let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. I would say that everybody shines given the right lighting. I love that quote. It's from a book called The Quiet. 
and uh, I think the quiet revolution, and it's a fantastic uh, idea that says that you have within you the spotlight. And I guess that's what you do here with EOF. So I love that. Uh, you can come check me out at insiderinternetsuccess.com. That's I-N-S-I-D-E-R, insiderinternetsuccess.com. And there's a, a book there of case studies of people that have basically started, built, and grown, and launched a business essentially within a year, taking it to $100,000 in that very first year. And you can check those case studies out. Fire Nation, you know this. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Cavett and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Cavett, that is K-A-V-I-T, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about, books, resources, his contact information. And once again, that's insiderinternetsuccess.com. Am I getting it right, Cavett? Absolutely. Thank Boom. you. Gavit, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Ready to rock your own podcast? Text podcast course to 33444. That's podcast course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444. And you'll be rocking our free 15-day podcast course in no time flat. Have an inspired day and ignite.